Hi, my name is Andrew uh, from the Empath community, and I'm here with Carol. And when Carol applied to the community, she spoke to me a bit about a near-death experience she had, a topic which I'm very interested in generally. And we have her here today, and I'm very, very much looking forward to getting into this topic in a lot more detail, and specific, not just the topic, but her actual experience. And so, firstly, hi, Carol. Hi, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Just brief a little bit about who you are. Hi, I'm Carol. I'm a Canadian citizen. I'm very proud to be a Canadian citizen. I have friends from a lot of different nationalities. And I enjoy meeting people. I enjoy cultures, singing, dancing. I'm trying to learn another language right now, which is French. Uh, I have a lot of different interests, such as genealogy, travel, uh, uh, cooking. Um, hmm. I'm just a very inquisitive person. And uh, I'm older, and I think that my life experiences have taught me a lot of great lessons, some hard lessons, but good lessons. And uh, I've always known I was an empath, but I just didn't know that was the word associated with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm very grateful for being alive. <laughs> hmm. Wow, thank you, lovely introduction. I feel like the genealogy piece might be interesting with the topic as well somehow. Um, well, would you like to just get right into the experience you had? Sure. Uh, many years ago, I was in a very, um, violent relationship and, uh, I kept thinking the person was going to change. Uh, as it happened, uh, we got into an argument that night and, uh, one thing led to another and the next thing I know he was strangling me. And um, hmm. I heard the neighbor say, I wish they keep it down. I have to go to work in the morning. And that just sunk in my heart. And here I was uh, trying to stay alive. <laughs> anyway, as time went on, I, um, I accepted that I was going to die. I released that thought of trying to control the situation. And uh, I was at peace, and I just didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, the first thing I remember is that I started thinking about things that have happened over my life, significant things at the time, relationships and things like that. I started going through a tunnel, and I kept going towards this bright light, and as I kept going towards the bright light, it kept getting brighter, it kept getting warmer, it kept getting... Um, wow. I was. It was like a bee to honey. I was just drawn to it, very drawn to it. And I kept... Can I ask some questions a little bit sure. as we go? Go ahead. Um, I just want to make sure I understand this, because it, there's so many interesting details. And... I know how 
good you are at speaking about expressing so many thoughts that I just want to make sure the little parts don't get lost. <laughs> okay. Um, so you, so going back to the beginning, you, you're with this abusive partner, you're at home, he's strangling you, and then you suddenly realize that that's it, and that you're going to pass over, and you let go into the experience of passing over. Yes. Okay, and then... And then were you were you aware of leaving your body or was it were you not at that your... point? Not at that point. I just knew that uh I just sensed that I was gonna pass out, but I knew that it was in God's hands or my maker's hands, whatever happened. Mm -hmm. And that uh, so I just uh you know, I mean I okay. gave up trying to fight the struggle, the mental struggle, as well as the physical struggle. I was trying to, I was at peace. I was totally at peace in that. And it was, I've never experienced that before. And it was, uh, it's been a very big um, aha moment for me. It's been the most uh, sacred experience that I've ever experienced actually. And it's something that's uh, very dear to my heart. Wow. So, so was that change quite quick? Because I imagine just uh, I, I didn't know the time frame of it or anything. I just know that I was experiencing it. But uh, the next thing I felt after going through this tunnel mm -hmm. that it was that I felt that there was an eternity. There was no beginning. There was no end. I was. I felt I was looking around, not with my eyes, but just looking around and trying to see where I began and where I ended. And there was none of that. It didn't exist. It was, I, I knew I was in a different um, setting or whatever you want to call it. I was in a different uh, realm. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was... Um, I was light. I was I was as light as a feather. That's the best way to put it. And um, I I felt at peace. I felt at home uh, more than I've ever felt at home before. I felt love that would like a tip of the iceberg. Uh, being on the other side for me, it was like um, multiplying it by a million, and that would be the tip of the iceberg. Hmm. It was it was so unique and yet it was real and I wasn't questioning what I was experiencing. I was just accepting it. And um I knew that I was traveling, but I, I didn't have to put any effort into traveling. I was one minute one place, another minute another place, but it wasn't uh, anything scary, nothing like that at all. It was totally, uh, it was like things were going in slow motion, but yet they weren't slow motion. It's, it's hard to, mm -hmm. it's time did not exist. It, like here time is like a beginning and an end, but that did not exist. It was a continual loop. It was continuous. And, that. and I met people that, uh, recognized me that knew who I was and I within instant seconds of me being in front of them or in their presence 
I knew who they were. And the first thing that I experienced was that we didn't do the verbal talking. We talked through our minds, through each other. So we're able to know what the other person was thinking. Like it was sort of like transparent. Mm-hmm. It's the only word I could use for that. But it, it was it was peaceful. It was it was just one on one, you know, people with people in that sense. It was it was their souls. It was a releasing. Um, I had a releasing of my soul. I felt freedom like I've never felt before. It was it was pure joy. It was pure um, pure pure laughter. It was pure. It was. It's a new one. I never experienced anything like it. It was uh, definitely something that uh, got my attention. You could say. <laughs> it, uh, what did the um, sort of backtracking a little? What when you were going through this tunnel? I've heard so much about this tunnel from reading different um, accounts of near-death experiences. That just even that. What is what does it look like? Well, for me, it was like a tunnel with stars and different things like that, a galaxy tunnel. It wasn't anything like, um, for me, it wasn't a tunnel of like going through the car type thing. It was just a tunnel of, uh, a tunnel of, not time, but a tunnel of existence. Uh, I suppose that's how, it's hard to put into words. it's uh, a, a tunnel. That's the only way to, you know, I mean, I don't know the words that could explain it in that way. It, it's it's mm. like you were here, but yet you weren't here, but you, you were there. So you were everywhere you needed to be. That was the best way to explain it. I felt a release, just uh, the same as if you were in a fog and you're let out of a jar, like a colored fog, and someone mm. opens the lid and you just come out of the jar that's your soul. That's your energy. That's your your personality. That's your life experiences. That's your laughter. That's your crying. That's your emotions. That's everything that you are that comes out of this jar. And it's just free. It's accepted. It's loved. It's validated. It's um, you feel very present. You feel very um, your your five senses are alert but also your senses of what this new realm is like. You're, you're wanting to, to see everything there is to see. You're wanting to hear everything there is to hear. You're wanting to smell, to touch, to all those senses are still there, but mostly you find that people um, that you meet, they're, Everyone's equal. There's no competition. There's no. There's no uh, division. There, you find you're really connected, more than you've ever connected with anyone. You find that, wow. You know, I mean, it's like going on a long vacation when you're on this earth, and then you're going back home again, on the end of the vacation. Yeah. That's yeah. It's it's nothing like I thought dying or what I thought heaven or what I thought being in the presence of my creator is like, 
I never actually saw my creator's face or anything like that, but I felt his his or her energy. I felt his or her love. I felt his or her acceptance. I felt I felt that he was very well aware that I was there. Mm-hmm. And everyone else that was there, there were people from all walks of life and um, people that were related to me, people that weren't related to me, um, that sort of thing. But everyone, it it was peaceful. It was that's and it was there. There was it was there was not that noise that you get here, you know, with with the cars and with the everything, all the noise and all the apparatus of everything that goes on. Noise wasn't there, and that was so profound. So you're able to focus mostly on your mind and the importance of your mind, Mm. the importance of who you are while you've been on this earth. Uh, I got to uh, say about what I, my life lessons and what I learned from life and things like that, where I was able to overcome X, Y, and C and things that I weren't able to come overcome, how I dealt with them in my own way, things like that. It was, it's, it's still a learning school on the other side. It's not, you know, I mean, I know people who think that once you die, that's it, you're gone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's it, but it's nothing like that at all. It's, it's, it's been a real eye opener to me. And there are times when I uh, find that if I'm stressed out and that I go back to that to get that calmness that I need, or if I need to um, answer questions that I need, especially if I've lost someone close to me mm-hmm. that passed and things like that. But I also know that from my life experiences, there are, a lost souls and they're also um, people who are battling with doubt, a lot of doubt and a lot of fear and a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and things like that. And they just can't overcome that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I, I, being an empath is, is a juggling act in itself, but yet it's, it's good but yet it can be overwhelming at times Yeah, and learning to keep that balance. But getting back to about the near-death experience, uh, I don't know how long it lasted. I, I feel that it, I was meant to experience that for some reason. I don't know. I didn't know at the time why, but because it was so many years ago, I now understand uh, it's gave, given me a deeper appreciation for life. It's given me a deeper appreciation for relationships. It's given me a deeper appreciation for what my dreams are while I'm on this side. Um, it's given me a more inquisitive mind. So a lot of pluses have come out of it for me. Um, it's um, the one thing is that you know, I mean, people, a lot of people find it scary, things that they don't know they try to avoid, but it's something that, you know, I mean, it's going to happen to us all, and different people experience it in different ways. And 
for each person, I think that the creator only allows you to experience what he knows that you're he or she knows what you're able to understand, what you're able to accept, what you're able to grasp because he doesn't want he or she doesn't want you to be frightened, doesn't want you to question anything, just wants you to live in the moment. <laughs> no pun intended. Are you talking about um, when you're saying the creator only wants to give us experiences that we can personally handle, does that mean um, in this physical body or on the other side or both maybe? Um, more so on the other side because it's all new to the majority of us because once we pass our teens and that we more know who, who we are and we've had time to get used to the experience of being out of the mother's womb and things like that. Whereas being on the other side, it's a whole new kettle of fish as the saying goes, it's a whole new uh, experience in itself. Right. I think that, um, there are people who are, um, they don't accept their death or they've had lots of challenges with their passing mm -hmm. or a lot of things that aren't resolved before they pass, whether it's with relationships or things that need to be said to different people or acceptance of different things. And I think those people are the people that ha have the most struggles. Right. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something that, to me, has always been something very sacred. And I remember the majority of it. Like, I remember um, when I was coming back, I, I, I got to a point that I was getting used to being there. And then I was told through my mind that I had to go back a very firm, no, it's not your time. You have to go back. I know it wasn't my voice. I knew it was my creator's voice. And then he said, you have to go back. It's not your time. And so I accepted that. And uh, so I started coming back. And I remember as I was coming back, I, I saw uh, something across, something in front of me and it I thought it was Jesus Christ, but actually it wasn't Jesus Christ. Uh, it was an angel. And he had clothing that was linen. And he had the muted greens and the muted grays and the different colors. And it was like wrinkled linen. And he was very, very old. He was at least 500 years old. Uh, where his hands and feet and face were, you couldn't see. There wasn't an actual seeing that part. It was a brightness of a light that there's no brightness of that type of light here on this earth, uh, except for angels that come to earth. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a magnificent light. It, that's the only, to me, it's an enlightened body. That's the best way to call it. Uh, it's uh, it's a bright light, but it's an all-knowing light. It, I know it's from the Creator, and that and he he his presence was just like nothing I've ever experienced. And uh, 
that in itself was just, and he said, you are going to be okay. That was the other thing he said, you're going to be okay. I'm watching out for you. So, mm-hmm. and that, and yeah. so, but that, that was the last thing he said to me. And so I said, okay, you know, I mean, I, it was just all through mental thought. It was, um, it was quite an interesting conversation because I couldn't tell firsthand if I was still on the other side or if I was, how far I was coming back on this side. I was, um, I couldn't gauge anything because of where I had been so free. I didn't know what it was, if you know what I mean. But I knew, I could. I knew that I was coming back into whatever form my spirit would be coming back or my soul would be coming back into my body. I didn't know how that would happen, but I knew that my creator would be doing that for me on his, you know, I mean, so that I I had confidence and I had um, trust and everything that I would come back how I was supposed to come back. And, uh, It's, it's, um, some people I know who have people that have passed said that they had loved ones who had seen all different colors, colors that they have never experienced on this earth. And other people said they have seen like streets that, you know, I mean, with uh, rubies and diamonds and different things like that. That's all possible because in the other realm, Things that aren't possible here are definitely possible there. And that was that was the beauty of it all because the thought of being so free like that was just beyond my wildest dreams. It was it was um it was uh it was like I wanted to pinch myself to actually feel that I was experiencing what I was experiencing. That's that's another way of putting it. It was it was very uh, very exact, very smooth, uh, very it was how everything's supposed to go, just like the sun comes up and the sun sets. It it was it, it all had a purpose, it all had a, a reason. And that, and I, uh, I wish that everyone could experience that form of joy, that uh, f- level of acceptance, that level of um, validation. Um, it got gave me a greater understanding for how the human body works, all the levels, the complicationness of the body. And that no two bodies are the same because we each have our own individual soul or spirit. Um, it's 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 something that's uh, I don't mind sharing with anyone who wants to hear about it because uh, we all learn from each other. And if anything I say about it can help another person, can answer some of their questions or get them to 
to uh, think about their own life in a positive way, then I've done something good. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Carol. I'm, I'm actually glad I just let you go. That sort of changed my mind from what I said earlier about asking questions as you go. I think it's better that you share your experience in full. It's it's a quite a journey. I've, I've took a lot of notes just in what you just said. Okay. I have a bunch of um, questions, all sorts of things. Ask any questions you want. I'm, you know, I mean, I want to see your perspective and your, how your mind works as to what you want to know. <laughs> mm. Let me see. So glancing at the, so maybe first a bit of a overall reflection. It sounded like, this is too simplistic in the wedding, but like a really good time. Like it sounds like a blissful time that you had. Yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. Very much so. so that, that feels nice to know. All right, so I'm looking at my piece of paper here and I've circled all these different things. Um, so maybe in yeah, not order of importance, maybe just whatever jumps out of me. So you're talking that over there, everyone's kind of the same. We're all equal or something like this. Yes. Right, right. So um, uh, what's my question here? We're not like, um, we're not distinctive. Like um, we don't, I remember we don't we can't see our faces as such. Mm -hmm. like we don't have faces like blue eyes and red hair or long hair or things like that. We have um, it's blank. What I experienced, it was blank, but not in a mm -hmm. negative way, but in a positive way. It it was like um, what I experienced are like white ghosts, but yet there was no beginning, no end to them. So that was like transparent in the sense that you could, I'm sure you could, if you touch them, if in a sense, your hand would go through them, not in a scary way, but in a positive way, because it was just a way of differentiating one soul from another. I see. It was not. Um, I think I see. So, so physiologically, like there's no real way to tell like the race or nationality that exactly. we or that didn't exist because we're all human beings. We, you know, I mean, whether we spoke different languages, we could communication was the biggest thing, uh, and relationships were the biggest thing, and love. Those three things were the paramount thing of that experience. Um, you couldn't, uh, but you, you just knew with a hundred percent certainty that this was a relative of yours, or this was a friend of yours, or this one was someone new to you and that were, that you're in present of. It wasn't, uh, you know, I mean, let me introduce myself to you. You already knew exactly who the, who that was and uh, it 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 showed me that life can be 
needs to be more simple for everybody. We make it here on this planet very, very complicated, a lot more than we need to. We yeah. don't need as many things as we need. We, um, you know, things like that. It's, uh, and that, but we're all connected. We're all definitely, definitely connected, even though we've all go through different life experiences and are different, born in different parts of the world, can speak different languages and things. We all have, we're all connected. And so what I experience not only affects me, but affects in its own unique way, affects everyone around me. Right. And same thing with you, same thing with everyone else. Um, so, okay. So, phys so physiologically, yes, no, no difference. Uh, if it was a, a little girl that passed over, or an old Native American guy, who or it would, there would all just be like entities of of sorts that you could have some sort of felt sense of recognition without seeing them, as we classically see here. But we're all fascinated with each other in the sense that we all wanted to know about each other. Like with my relatives and that, or people that I knew, it was it was fine with, but yet people I didn't know, they, or souls I'm talking about when I say people, yeah. uh, it was, I didn't question who they were. I didn't question their life or their lifestyle or their experiences or anything like that. I just accepted it and knew that we were all present for the same reason, whether they had been dead two seconds, two years, 20 years, 2000 years or whatever, they're all on the same level. Um. In the, on the level in the sense that we were all passed on. That's what I mean by it. Like we, you know, I mean, mm. that's, that's what I mean by level. Like we were all, um, yeah, we're all on the same level. We're not, uh, we're all unique, but yet we're not, we're not, we're all, uh, we're all important. That's a good word for it. We're all important. Um, that one person is more, not more important than the other. Um, that everyone has a, has a contribution to give. That's another thing that I felt very strong about. Okay. So I guess my next question, so we sort of, you touched, you sorry, you've covered the physiological um, similarities or, or lack of differences. And then the way you've been speaking, it sounds like internally, it's all much of a muchness. Or we all this, I guess what I'm trying to ask here is in a more classical way of what happens when people die, particularly in something like Christianity, when the bad people go one way and the good people go another way, depending on their actions on earth. That doesn't sound like it's a thing at all up there or wherever there is. Yeah, I think that for those people that do heinous crimes and things like that, they're, we're all accountable. Definitely, we're all definitely accountable. And uh, like this person that strangled me at the time, right. I've forgiven him um, and that. Um, I just, he lives his life, I live my life and that. But that's between him and his maker. 
And that, and that's, you know, I mean, it's nothing to do with me anymore. He's accountable to that. And, uh, you know, I mean, so what do you think that that looks like? Or do you have a sense what that, what accountability means? in that case? Accountability means, um, knowing what's morally right, what's good for you, but also good for mankind. Um, what's, what's acceptable, what, uh, you know, I mean, like everyone has different levels of acceptance in that. But if something's harming you or harming society, it's, uh, it puts a lot of red flags out for most people. Yeah. And like uh, violence is something that majority of people don't like or don't accept. Uh, and it causes a lot of problems. I know people who've got post-traumatic stress from that and whatnot, um, things like that. Um, like even when I, I've talked about it, every time I've talked about my near-death experience, I still can see, when I, as I'm talking about it, I can still see these images going through my mind of when I was experiencing that at the time. So it's still very vivid after all these years. And so it's it's sort of like a my own scrapbook of the experience itself. Hmm. And that so I'm glad I still have the visualization of it as well as being able to verbalize it uh, in, and articulate it in the best way I can. <laughs> yeah, it, you're doing a pretty good job. I, the, the, my sense of it is that our the way we perceive this physical reality with our five senses does not really come close to being able to describe whatever you experienced. So being able to translate it back to what a human experience is here would be quite hard. Yeah, the human experience here is, from what I experienced, is a lot more challenging, a lot more difficult, a lot more emotional, a lot more um, roller coastery. <laughs> yeah that um it's um if i had a choice between the two i definitely pick the other side so why do people come here i guess including us <laughs> um i think it's to experience uh what we're supposed to experience it's a it's a it's a it's a more than a 3d school it's um it's to see what what we're capable of, how we're able to use our gifts and discover what our gifts are that we can give back to society, that we can teach ourselves, that mm. we can show people and show that we're like inquisitive minds, that we want to learn. There are people out there that they get a certain age, they don't want to learn anything, they don't. They think they know it all and whatever. That's fine. That's their journey. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no right or wrong journey. Um, that sort of thing, as far as I'm concerned, from my perspective of everything that I experienced right up to this moment. But it's uh, a lot of people have, you know, people have written about it. People have talked about it. And I think it's something that shouldn't be, put in closets and not spoken about. Um, for those that can handle it to understand, uh, to want to ask about it, that's fine. But there are people that don't want to know about it. That's fine too. They, they figure they want to 
they'll find out when they when it happens to them type thing. That's fine too. There, I, I being an empath, I don't pressure people. I just let them be the being that they're meant to be. Um, mm-hmm. And that, but yet the the life experience on this side, whether you live two days, two weeks, twenty years, a hundred years, I think it's all significant. Um, we have no understanding about why you know little children die so early and things like that like sudden deaths and things we don't understand any of that uh we're not meant to understand any of that until we're permanently on the other side i think we'll get all the answers to any questions that we have once we're on the other side permanently permanently in the sense that for those who don't believe in reincarnation permanently in the sense that we're just in that realm and the possibilities are closed off to us. I personally believe that um, the other side shows that the possibilities are even greater than they are on this side uh, because our minds are working to full capacity. Uh, We don't need our bodies anymore. Um, They were useful on this side, but we we don't need them on the other side. They... So you you mentioned uh, reincarnation. Um, I guess do you, did you have any kind of sense whether when people were there that later they would come back? I didn't experience any of that. I don't recall any of that feeling or that. So I don't know if that is the case or not. Uh, myself personally, I feel that. Um, there is a good possibility that reincarnation is a part of our existence because I know families that have gone through um, trauma and things like that. And it seems to be a general thing, like from one generation to the next, to the next, Mm. that sort of thing. And uh, people have been able to do, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, where they're able to go regression, right? Um, past regression, that sort of thing. They're able to recall living, you know, I mean, living in the war that they never, they weren't existing then, things like that. So I believe that that that's definitely a an experience and something that people do experience. If I don't, you know, I mean, they're so vivid about their experience and they can. They can tell so much about it, so I don't question it. Yeah. Know, so. With, with the, another thought that came to mind, the, so there's all these different um, beings, I suppose, that you saw and some you recognized, and they didn't they didn't have clear form to them. They they were like white, but yet they weren't solid white. They right. I'm wondering if you saw any other. If you had a sense of other, maybe species, like I didn't see any animals or anything like that. Okay. Or any trees or anything. It was just all beings. It was just all souls, and mm-hmm. that. And it wasn't anything. Um, it, the one thing I couldn't get over is about the lightness. The 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 you know I mean. 
I didn't feel like I weighed, you know, whatever I weigh on this side of the earth. I felt totally lightless. I felt like I was just as the same as the the blowing in the wind. I was just that light and airy. Mm. And it was, you know, I mean, it was, it was magical, magical in the sense that it was, wow. You know, I mean, it really was uh, something that, uh, you know, I mean, I won't forget for sure. It's, yes. On, on every level, the way you described it from um, the joy um, and the lightness uh, with what we know of as matter, our body, yeah. your, um, your sort of psychology and your emotional state was also light and free and happy. Yes, yes. Like, you know, I mean, you have a, a great appreciation for your organs, for your heart, for your liver, for your mind, for your eyes, for for the use of your fingers, for, the, you know, for your laughter, for your... You were more aware of every word you spoke, like through your thoughts. Um, but the communication was definitely, you know, I mean, the, the clearest communication I've ever experienced. Hmm. Uh, it's. Uh, you mentioned something a, a bit earlier that you sort of seem to have a clearer understanding how the human body works now. Did you say that? It's it's definitely complex, and it's. Um, I don't think all the doctors and that know everything. They're still in that school of learning, because right. uh, how many about 10, 15 years ago, I read somewhere that doctors are starting to learn about that our emotions can get uh, absorbed into our muscles and things like that. Right. And that's why people have um, heart problems because of sadness or things like that. And that makes a lot of sense from what I experienced because the soul is connected to the body and the body is, is to me serves the serves as a form to not to protect the soul, but to um, carry the soul around while we're here on this side of the earth and that sort of thing. Um, but no, it's, it's, it was a different type of school. You could say that experience. It was, um, it was something that, uh, you know, I mean, whether you were, small and you passed away or you're elderly and you passed away or anywhere in between we're all learning we're all um i didn't sense anyone that wanted to come back i didn't sense anyone that wanted to stay i just sense a calmness a, a complete calmness from everyone no one was panicking no one was fearful no one was any of those negative emotions and uh so th that was a nice new experience in that sense because on this side everyone you meet has such such an array of emotions from different times from different experiences and that 
So we adjust ourselves accordingly when we're around other people and that constantly. But there was none of that on that side. It was it was just like a a flow from one 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 instance to the next. But time was not a not nothing that was important. It was like it was all over the place. And but it it was good. You know, I mean, I had nothing negative about my experience. And, that, and uh, it makes me appreciate the good times on this side more. And when I go through the hard times on this side more, it makes me appreciate um, why I'm going through what I'm going through. In what way do you appreciate more going through hard times? Because um, I know there's lessons in it uh, that I know that it's growth for me. I know that it's um, my opportunity to change or to adjust my way of thinking or my outlook or to show more gratitude, to show more appreciation, um, to reevaluate what my focus is on and things like that. Hmm. The angels. I yes. Remember about angels. So it's, I remember you speaking about this really beautiful encounter you had with this uh, angel en route back to earth. Uh, and then you made some comment about angels that come to earth in some way. I was wondering if you could share a bit more about how they have a hand in what happens with us here. Uh, we all have angels as far as I understand and comprehend. We all have angels when we're born. Uh, some of us have a few angels. Some of us have more depending on for whatever reason. But they're there to help us and guide us. But they're not, uh, they can't do that unless we ask for their help. They can't generally intervene unless we, uh, we ask for their help. Um, hmm. and how do you, I mean, maybe to have ask uh, for, for angels' help. We just have to, you know, put the prayers, the thoughts out there, and the universe responds to that. Um, I know that in my life there are times when you have to make big decisions and things like that, and the angels can help with that if you're, you know, trying to make decisions and things like that. Um, there are times in my life where I've, I've had uh, experience where uh, I've lifted heavy weight off a loved one, and uh, normally I would not have that uh, strength to do that, but I know it was divine intervention that helped me lift that extreme large weight off someone. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that, so I know, you know, angels are present. They're, they're around us. We can't see them for the most part. Um, I think there's different levels of angels, uh, but the, 
like that angel that I saw where I couldn't see the face, I couldn't see the hands or the feet. And that was such a magnificent brightness of their, that part of them, but it was an all knowing part of it. To me, I would call it an enlightenment. They had, you know I mean? They were in the presence of God and that's why they shone the way they did. Hmm. That that's the only way I can is that what you mean by a different level of angel? Like this is that what you mean by different levels of angels? Angel? Yes, yeah. And that um they have that uh but it's a warmth, it's it's that same that same feeling, that same energy, that same acceptance as when I was on the other side, but they, they're also those type of angels that have that bright and magnificent light that you're drawn to like a bee to honey. Mm -hmm. they, they're wise beyond, they know everything. They, you know, I mean, they're given all the knowledge that the creator has given them. They're given, you know, I mean, hmm. They know everything. Like we we only know a tip of the iceberg on this side, and uh, you know, I mean, we're we keep exploring through our science, through nature, through environment, through everything, and we're just you know scratching the surface of what the possibilities are there. Right. And it's uh, it's all good. Uh, you know, I mean, we 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 have to learn from where mankind has done, you know, I mean, harmful things such as the environment and things like that, disrespected nature and yeah. the trees and things like that. We have to be mindful of all that because, you know, I mean, it lasts for a long time. Yeah. You know, from one generation to the next to regrowth the trees and everything else and things like that. Um we have a lot of responsibility on this side. We, uh, you know, it's not something that we should take lightly, uh, but relationships is the big thing and communication and love. Those three things and your health, of course, those are the only important things on this side. Like everything else is just, you know, icing on the cake after that. Uh, but we don't need, the majority of things that we need, but yet it's great to have things like, you know, the internet and things like that, to be able to do podcasts and things like that, mm -hmm. rather than do things like the old snail mail and things like that. Yeah. I think we need to incorporate the older way of doing things with the more modern way of doing things. I think there's a, there's a, there can be a, you know, a nice balance somehow there, but uh, life, def life, experiences are one thing but near-death experiences are another thing it's uh for some people it's a wake-up call for some people it's it's an evaluation of what they're doing on mm. this side it's uh it i, it, I think it, i think it's got a god or a creator it's it's whatever it's meant for you to learn at that time, uh, it's what's what your focus is, what your values are, what what's in your heart, 
what's um, you know th this world is too serious a lot of the time. We need more laughter. We need more uh, more friendships. Um, it's I for myself personally. I find that I'd rather have a few close friends and have a million friends, so to speak, because the quality is more important to me. And that's. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that actually because you're emphasizing the importance of relationships on the side, and. Yes, I think you answered my question. It's more about the quality of some people and just making sure you stay in touch with almost everyone you've ever met or something like that. Yes, and that's why I think that when I was exploring the empath community and I understand why you have such a, uh, a protocol of asking questions and things like that, to know someone and to find generally that they are an empath and why they think they're an empath and things like that is to protect the people that are empaths and to, yeah. to keep people that are um, imposters, I suppose you want to call it, out and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I enjoy, you know, I mean, I've enjoyed the experience of meeting other people in the empath community quite a lot and to learn about their experiences and uh, and i'm sure there's other empaths that have had near-death experiences that and they would like to share it as well yeah and uh you know i mean i'd love to hear more um are you are you, are you okay with some more questions sure i'm go for it <laughs> um everybody that's here or yes. as human physical beings that are wandering around, when we died, did we all go to this place, as far as you're aware? I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Um, I think it's the creator, the one that decides whether we go to where I was or whether we don't go there. For some people, they would call it hell or... Um, I think he makes he or she makes the creator makes the final decision there because mm -hmm. he, he he's the full complete judge mm -hmm. and I think that he makes that decision okay because um, and that and well we still have it's amazing though how we still have free agency because in one way um in the sense, because well, I was told I was to come back, and that it wasn't my time, so I knew that that was the case. But I knew I was at peace in that, and I, I wasn't trying to fight it, and that because I knew it was for my best good. For my, you know, I don't know how long I'm on this side for, but I knew it was for my best good. I knew it wasn't for my detriment, that sort of thing, and. Uh, do, do you get the sense that that's generally true for all us humans that come down here? I think I think we all, you know, even Hitler has to be accountable. Everyone, uh, Stalin has to be accountable. Mm -hmm. Idi Amin has to be accountable for all his atrocities in um, Africa, things like right. that. I think we're all accountable. Some people won't acknowledge uh, what they've done on this side. I think that 
people are in denial about things, whether it's through fear or whatever other reason, I think that they, uh, you know, I mean, it's all on an individual basis. And I think it's, it's the biggest school of learning out there. It's beyond academia, <laughs> for sure. Right. Uh, academia is great. I, I really believe in academia studies and things like that. Um, I believe that, you know, I mean, there's no, I think, I believe in asking questions. I think it's a healthy thing to do because it shows that people are inquisitive. It shows that people are engaged in conversation. It shows that people want to learn. They want input, input, they want feedback. And I think all parties grow by it. And uh, when the people stop learning and stop asking questions, that to me shows the red lights of, it's a sadness that I consider uh, because they, you know, I mean, they're, they're not willing to explore. They're not willing to, it's like, you know, having a recipe, you only want to make it this one way. You don't want to try it different ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and it's, to me, it's, uh, possibilities should be, should be everybody's uh, choice. Everyone has free agency. That's the one thing I do know. And each choice we make, uh, it can be for our betterment. It can be for our challenges or that sort of thing. And, that's that's where all the learning comes. Well, I'm going to see if I can sort of summarize a little bit here. Uh, so Earth sounds a bit like a school. Yes. And it, I think it's sort of somewhat implied maybe that we get a choice to come down to learn and experience things. And that we have free agency here, like you were saying. And it also, I, th I think you said something around, it almost sounds like there's some sort of purpose and plan as well, but I can't quite grasp that. Did you, I suppose just ask you, what was, did you, do you get a sense that there's um, like when we come in that we want to learn certain things or that, the creator, as you said, would like us to experience specific things. Or was it just pretty much like go to Earth and you just go for it? <laughs> and uh, see what okay, it. Uh, I think we're supposed to learn certain things, but I think that we're supposed to also explore what our gifts are. To, and I find that way we acknowledge our gifts more and we acknowledge why we're here more. It sort of sticks with us better. Um, okay. So Rather than just hand it, well, these are these is what you're supposed to learn. Like, I think with some people, they would not want to learn it. They would sort of like back off from it. Whereas, where we where we don't know the answers, and we as we go in time through the through our you know our teens, our twenties, our thirties, whatever, we we get to you know I mean. When someone doesn't, ex someone else doesn't experience it, uh, you don't know uh, how they feel about it. Like they say, you know, you don't know what it's like until you go in someone's shoes. Mm -hmm. 
that that can be true because for most people, they don't accept something until they actually visually see it. Whereas on the other side, um, you not only visually see it, but you experience it with all your senses. It's like taking your body and turning it inside out and just letting your organs go wherever they need to go. It's, it's that freeing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it gives me more great appreciation for, um, for being a human being, uh, you know, everyone's, brought here for a reason whether you know whether you're born with a disability or not you're all here for a good reason and uh, there's so many different types of people here like different nationalities different languages um, I believe that we're here uh, with certain skill sets and we're here to learn what God wants us to God our creator wants to teach us but I also think that we're here to also learn on our own and our best life lessons are how we discover on our own what our lessons are. Because some people, you can teach them something, but if they learn it on their own, they seem to remember it better, whether it's a positive lesson or a negative lesson. Yeah. That's my own take on it from what I've experienced from my life death experience and from before my life death experience and coming back from my life death experience, like being back on this in the in the body form type thing with my spirit and things like that. I think it's that's that's my take from my experience from my near death experience because it was so positive and that. But I think that for each of us, we God or our creator knows our intellect. And so he knows he, he wouldn't push us over the edge in that sense. He wouldn't, he, he doesn't want us to fail. He wants us to be triumphant in everything that we do. Um, sometimes we takes, you know, I mean, more than one try to get something accomplished, but we're not to give up on ourselves and we're to reach out to others. Mm. Yeah, it was it does lead nicely into asking a bit about um, what your sort of updated insights are from going to that side about how to best live life here. Uh, don't sweat the small stuff. That's my I've been saying that for over ten years. Um, don't be a worry ward over everything because from my own experience, it caused ulcers in earlier years and things like that. Um, have faith, have uh, belief. Belief is very, very strong. Um, it's a part of the core of who we are. Everything we believe is, you know, I mean, it, it plays a big role on, on what our day is going to be like. Uh, everything that we experience. So, you know, I mean, if someone's negative all the time, they're going to have a lot of negative experiences. If someone's positive all the time, they're going to have a positive experience. But I, I know it's impossibility to have a constant positive 
outlook in that. And when we're in doubt, we're supposed to, you know, I mean, pamper ourselves in the sense that we're not supposed to be critical of ourselves. We're supposed to be more caring of ourselves and take a break from the stresses of life. Take a break from, um, if you have to, being around other people, especially empaths, because we get that energy of people, whether it's positive or negative, and that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I find from my own my own experience, because I'm I'm I have my own level of um, I can say not priorities, but my own level of standards of living, in the sense that for my quality of living. Um, I do my best I can. And if I need improvement, I like my friends to give me feedback and saying, Hey, you, you need, not a need improvement here, but you know, I mean, you need help here or whatever the case may be. And I'm open to that. And, uh, but I'm not as critical on myself as I used to be. And mm. I find that, uh, I sleep better because of it. I, uh, I'm more a happy-go-lucky person because of it. Um, do, you, but, do you find that post post that near-death experience you're more happy-go-lucky? Uh, yeah, more so now that I'm older. Uh, when that life-death experience happened, that was in my 20s, and I was still a lot more naive back then. Mm -hmm. And I was a lot a very materialistic back then. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, I was too trusting in relationships back then. Um, that I do know. So I'm very selective as to who I have as friends and who I open up to. Mm -hmm. uh, because there are so many different personalities in the world um, and things like that. And people too sadly take advantage of other people. Um, and uh, that's their nature. That's their modus morandi, whatever you want to call it, that's who they are. Yeah. And so I try to avoid those type of people as much as possible because I find that being an empath, they, um, they're they detrimental to me. I can get physically sick from it. Yeah. And that, But, um, you know, I wouldn't change being an empath for anything because that's how I'm designed to be and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, there are people that um, have experienced near-death experiences more than once. And I don't know, it'd be interesting to know if their near-death experience has been the same each time or has it been different each time? Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, that's that's an avenue for any of us to explore in that sense. And uh, but, uh, Have you met anyone that like you just described. No, I haven't actually. That'd be super interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. Be consistent. I mean, generally, yeah. from what I've heard and read, you're the first person I've ever spoken to. Okay. That that have that has had one that I've been able to speak to. And the 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 experiences sound relatively consistent in the the leaving the body that the the tunnel the light the bee to honey kind of feeling of it and the absolute peace and love and something like that on that mm -hmm. side. and no real desire to come back by the sounds of it for the most part yeah 
Um, Carol, on, on the life advice you gave at the end, uh, I had an observation maybe, or a question, maybe a bit. Is you said like, not to sweat the small stuff, don't be a worry wart, and the importance of um, our belief systems. Um, and it also sounds like attitude a bit as well. If you're really positive, you're probably going to have a lot of positive experiences. Yes. So I've been thinking about this quite a lot over the last few years, uh, appropriately thinking about how how we think and where we put our attention and thoughts and whatnot have a, m more than a significant um, in, uh, impact as to how our life plays out. A real, real distilling it down, how our thoughts can create our reality in some, in some way. Yes. And it's, it sounds like you resonate with that idea. Very much so. A uh, book I started reading back in 2011, uh, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by, uh, I think it's Joseph Murphy. Uh, he was born in Ireland. He was a chemist, but he also was a um, clergy and that. And he writes about people's experiences and how their thoughts truly do uh, what you think about a thought is very important that becomes concrete in your mind. It becomes um, something that comes to pass. It actually does manifest. Right. Uh, whether it's a positive thought or a negative thought. And uh, our minds are more complex, but yet it's a gift that we're all given. And uh, I've noticed that in my own life, the more I think positive things, the more things that I would never thought have happened in a positive way has happened and things like that. But I have seen it happen in other people's lives of how they've uh, been able to see in their using their imagination, seeing how something they want to happen and it actually happens in their life. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, I have seen that in my own life. Um, and uh, it's, it's our, our minds are uh, something very, that's what what we have more so than the animals have. Yes, they, animals can communicate to us and things like that in their own way through body language and sound and things like that. But we we know about life and death where the animals don't have that capacity, and so we're we are a higher level thinking in that, and uh, our minds from what I've read over the years that our minds are uh, people that have traumatic injuries and things like that. The mind um, absorbs the injury a lot, um, a lot more pronounced than most people think. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of injuries. There's all kinds of medical things that happen to people's minds and that, but it's, um, it really fuels our bodies, but we have to remember that uh, in order to know that we're on the right path of who we're supposed to be, to read our, as far as I'm concerned, to read our full potential, our heart has to be in line with our thoughts and our thoughts have to be in line with our heart. And when the two aren't lined up, our life isn't balanced. Our, uh, we go through uh, our own turmoil, our own... Um, grief, our own 
uh, sadness, our own struggles, that sort of thing. Mm. That's my own take on that. But the mind is uh, something that we all can explore. We all can um, find out what, you know, I mean, what's, what's there in the mind, what, because look at all the wonderful artists out there. Look at, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, all the different people, things that have been created, like the bridges and the different designs of homes and that that's all created in the mind first mm -hmm. a thought and an idea and an envision. And then it comes out eventually on paper and in, you know, um, blueprints and things like that and that's the that's how and it always comes to pass and you know i mean it's amazing how to think that things can be that we can create things you know i mean they're not you know you everything you buy in the store whether it's a a lamp or you know sofa or whatever it's someone had to create it in you know i mean in their thoughts mm -hmm. so it's it's mind-boggling to think of all the different thoughts that are out there and one you know i mean what people do with their thoughts <laughs> yeah i thought certainly um the more i look into it it's, it are, are very powerful and it almost feels a bit intimidating in the sense of being quite careful how we choose our thoughts in order yeah. to create a reality that we want hmm. like when people think of someone a lot or something next thing you know they either call them on the phone or they go somewhere and they see that person or something that's you know and these are synchronicities but they they happen for a reason they you know i mean so it's it's an to me it's an affirmation of that you know i mean what we think is is powerful. It's uh, it it can bring a lot of blessings to the world, but it can bring a lot of hardship to the world if it's mm -hmm. done in the right or wrong way. Mm -hmm. And that, like, I'm loving having this podcast because we're engaging back and forth. We're exploring the questions that you have. You're exploring my experience. So you know, I mean, it's it's all good it's it, there's nothing bad that can come of it it's it's all good as far as i'm concerned and and if there's anything in this podcast that uh, resonates with anyone that hears it and gives them peace gives them uh, happiness gives them confirmation of what they've already are inquiring about themselves then i've i've done what i've meant to do by that experience hmm. thank you carol i feel like that might be a good place to stop you've nice you sort of wrapped it up i i feel like i could ask you a lot more questions particularly around the thoughts creating reality stuff but i feel like a break might be good <laughs> um yeah i really appreciate it um, i'm so glad I have the opportunity to just speak directly with someone who's had this experience. It's such, it feels like such a, a gift really. So it is a gift. And I, like I said, um, my gift is to everyone to listen to it. And if there's something positive they, they can get out of it, then I'm overjoyed. Oh. 
Okay, thank you. Um, I guess I'll stop it here. And yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to go through all my questions as well. I have so many. Thanks. <laughs>